Hi, all you're listening to In Other Words, a podcast where we explore what it takes to talk to kids about the things that matter. I'm Amelia Richardson Dress, a pastor serving at UCC Longmont, and a writer who covers topics of spirituality, education, and parenting. I'm especially interested in spirituality through the lifespan and in the intersection between justice and faith. So this podcast got started as a series of workshops that I hosted at the church to think about how to parent through some of the tricky things that come up. Today's episode is a mini episode where I take 10 or so minutes to reflect on a faith topic related to last week's interview. Last week, I talked with licensed professional counselor Erica Anderson about preventing sexual abuse. I had actually interviewed Erica last year in the midst of all of that news of Larry Nisar's sexual abuse of Olympic gymnasts. That sexual abuse scandal was quickly followed by a story about abuse perpetuated by a youth group leader in an evangelical church, and then another wave of stories about abuse in the Catholic Church. And as I record this, the Catholic Church is convening to address the sexual abuse that's been perpetuated by priests and then covered up by bishops. These are not easy stories. They are the kind of story that we often turn away from because it is just too hard to even think about this. So what I have today are just a few Uh, things that you can look for in evaluating the safety of a community. And I'm talking, of course, from the perspective of a church, but I think that these are all things that you can use to evaluate any space and activity that your child is involved in. And before I get to those, I want to anchor us in something that Erica Anderson said offline when I talked with her. And that is that most people in faith communities are good people. And I think that that's an important point to remember because although the topic is crucially important, it is also important that we approach it with clarity, and we can do that when we stay balanced. On that note, I do also believe that we have to confront these issues because any amount of abuse, sexual or otherwise, is too high. And so it is worth it. It's worth whatever measures it takes to create a safe environment at church, and it's worth whatever measures it takes as a parent to evaluate the environment that our kids were in. So I'm going to just run through a couple markers for safe church communities, and these are things that I work on, but they're also things that I look for if I'm attending a faith community. The first thing to check out is that all staff and volunteers who lead children's programs are background checked. And I'm listing this first because it's really easy and it's inexpensive. It's also required for volunteers in other nonprofits. And I mention that because often when people resist a background check policy at churches, it's because they don't want to appear unfriendly. So I always uh, guide that conversation to remembering that it's not unfriendly, it's smart, and it's an expectation for people who are volunteering anywhere from the homeless shelter to hospice to the library. The second thing that I keep an eye on is ensuring that there is an open door policy for children and youth ministry. And I mean that literally and figuratively. So at UCC Longmont, I maintain a literal open door policy for children and youth. Meeting spaces and classrooms are visible and they are easily accessible. I also ensure that we have a figurative open door policy. And that means that parents are always welcome at any event where the children are present. Uh, This makes sense for a bunch of reasons, actually, um, including the fact that it helps kids transition to new environments. So most of the time when a parent sits in on 
a kids or youth event, they're hoping a shy kid gets settled. The third thing is to be sure that there are practices in place that ensure that two adults have eyes on children's activities at all times. And I'm going to acknowledge that this one is trickier, especially in smaller churches. The best scenario would be for there to be two leaders in every classroom during Sunday school or other activities. But I know from years of ministry that it's sometimes not feasible. Uh, Even when I haven't been serving a congregation, I've never felt unsafe with my daughter attending a Sunday school class with only one teacher, if that's just what the church can manage. But I do keep an eye on whether there are other adults in the space. So the kids aren't meeting in the basement while everybody else in the building is meeting in the top floor. At UCC Longmont, we do this a little differently as well. Uh, For children's church, which is our Sunday morning, like Sunday school, during when worship happens, I double staff the nursery. And so the second staff person in the nursery is a floater, meaning they check on the children's classroom as well as the nursery. And this ensures that there are multiple sets of adult eyes in the classroom space. Um, If you have a traditional director of Christian education, sometimes that person fills that role where they might walk around to the classrooms. And so there may only be one teacher in each classroom, but the DCE is walking around and just checking on the classrooms. And I think those are very realistic ways to ensure that we have multiple adults on hand uh, without stretching too far for volunteers if you're in a smaller setting. I hinted at this in number three, but number four is to keep the location of your children's classes in mind. Children's classrooms should meet as close to adult spaces as possible. And that is important for so many reasons, aside from preventing abuse. Uh, Something as simple as a child feeling homesick might require that there be a fast, easy way to get to mom and dad. And that is a nightmare. If there is only one adult and the kids are meeting in some far off corner of the church. So unless you are absolutely committed and able to staff classrooms with two adults, then it's really important to have the kids meet close to the adult classrooms or to the sanctuary. The fifth marker for safe communities that I look for is whether they have openness about their policies. And I would actually say that this is the most important step because the more transparent a community is about its safety policies, the harder it is for someone to manipulate or keep secrets. A true sexual predator uh, is always going to look for a community that has very few boundaries. So a church that is clear about who is allowed to work with the children and under what circumstances they work with the children, that there are policies in place to keep everybody safe, those churches are not a good target. Openness is important for a second reason, and that is that abuse perpetuates in closed systems. It is no coincidence that the high-profile, long-lasting sexual abuse cases that we see have happened in settings that are authoritarian and inward-focused. And when I say inward-focused, I mean settings where there's a strong culture of secrecy and resistance to getting help from the outside. So you want to be part of a community that is completely transparent, that has policies in place for worst-case scenario, and that communicates them clearly. 
And so my practice, for example, is to regularly publicize our safety procedures with blog posts and bulletin board posters, ongoing teacher trainings, updating the church council, just reminding everybody these are the policies that we have. Um, This podcast actually is another way of doing that. So if you are curious about our policies at UCC Longmont, you can visit my blog at ucclongmont.org. Go to the Faith and Families link and look for a post that I did towards the end of 2018 called How to Find a Safe Church. And I will also relink to that when I post this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that this is helpful, even though it is hard. As always, if you have any questions or suggestions, please feel free to get in touch with me. You can find my contact information at ucclongmont.org.